Hello, hello, this is Strategic Change Guide Podcast, and it's Motivational Monday by Jim and Lucy. Say hi, Jim. Well, hi, Jim. <laughs> you, you knew that was coming, didn't you? I mean, uh, all of you knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So today we have a very interesting subject. We are talking about defense mechanisms, defense to change. Why do we avoid making next steps? Sometimes we look at people who did something that we think is wrong or we see that they're doing something that they can improve in their life, change career, for example, or change their life, get, get out of the poisonous, from the poisonous relationship or date different type of people, so do something differently. And we think to ourselves that it's either selfish or stupid so this is the first human reaction to when we see something like that. This is something that we do not accept and that we think is wrong, or we simply think it can be done better, differently. Then that's not so simple, you know. Whatever change we're trying to accomplish ourselves, even me, even Jim, yes, we all have our defense mechanism. And what's interesting, we are not going to go deeply into psychology, but psychology defines four levels of psychological defense mechanism. And each level has uh, classification, has options. So uh, I pull out the classification and we do have four examples for you today. The four, I think, that we meet in our practice of mentoring and coaching most often. So... Those are anticipation, altruism, wishful thinking, and somatization. So what is it? That's very interesting. Those are mature defense mechanism, anticipation, and altruism. Obviously, altruism, you know what it is. What is it? It's a constructive service to others that brings pleasure and personal satisfaction. And anticipation is realistic planning for future discomfort. I bet you experienced that or you've seen people who did doing that. Me personally, I know people from the practice, from working on one-on-one session, who has this real feeling of altruism. They will give anything, and we know those people, they will give anything. The last penny they have, the last shirt they have, to you, to someone else, they think they're in need. And they get real pleasure from doing that. Yes, actually, you're quite right, Lucy. And as, as you mentioned, that I was thinking in terms of the, the altruistic virtues, if you will call it a virtue, of, uh, of making changes. And changes are easily identifiable when they're about someone else. We can always spot another reason why our ex or the person we're living with or our friends or our coworkers, our neighbors, why someone else needs to change something in their life. It's easy for us to spot it, but you realize how difficult it is for us to identify and then respond appropriately to the changes that we need to make in our lives. We'll push those out as far as possible, as long as possible, and in many cases, just find out to ignore them. Uh, when I was in high school, I lacked coordination. At least I thought I did, and I told myself this story for a long time. So what I did is that I ran. I ran everywhere, and I was a very good athlete when it came to running track. So when I joined the Navy, one day someone asked me to be on one of the baseball teams. And I had never played baseball except for up and down the street of my neighborhood growing up where we used my sister's doll head and hit it with a piece of wood that we found on a, 
uh, from a, an outhouse, if you will. So what we actually did is that the, here I was, I had, at first I had two gloves. I'm an adult, so I had two gloves, one in the left hand and one in the right hand. So when the ball came, I would actually catch with the right-handed gloves since I was right-handed, and that made sense to me. Now, albeit I was only one of the team doing this sort of a thing, and it became embarrassing when I saw people out there, namely girls, looking at me with two gloves on. So I got wise and I put the glove on the right hand and I caught it with, tried to catch it with the left hand. That didn't look right at all because I was right-handed, but if making the change that I saw everyone else doing that came natural to them and everyone gave me advice on was difficult for me to do. So eventually I did what I was taught to do, what they told me to do, and they began to slowly train me to do. To me, it was abs absolutely absurd. That my right hand, I caught with my right hand and I threw my right hand to put the glove in my left hand. That seemed absurd. So I did it. But the only reason I made the change as uncomfortable for so long as it seemed because I found a reason that gave me pleasure as opposed to gave me pain for making the change. And that change in making the change is that it brought satisfaction to my teammates and it brought immense cheering from the women in the crowd. That was my reason for changing. This is good when you can find the reason within this defense mechanism that our brain and our unconscious already has. But how many of us can do this? Just think about when you see next altruistic person, you think that they are doing too much for others and this affects their life not the best way. We know people like that, and <coughs> we know that Excuse our me. defense mechanism can be saved, so pay attention. Next option, and remember, we only consider four mechanisms today, because we won't go through hold the list, and we're not going deep into psychology, but we just consider the most common cases that we met in our practice. And the next one, called anticipation, which is realistic planning for future discomfort, or I will say for future failure and I heard many times people say this is my way of coping with something that could possibly happen but actually we are programming ourselves for something bad happen our brain just focused that this bad thing is going to happen next as opposite you can focus on something positive on the dream picture, what you want to change, what you want to achieve. And then your brain starts work opposite direction, then it starts to project options for you. You're not missing opportunities, you're open to the world, you're smiling, you're positive. And you can see when you are grunting or when you're sad, when you're having those, those bad feelings, or just your brain, you're scared, how stressed you are and how much can you accomplish in that state. But this is just one more defense mechanism, right? It absolutely is, Lucy. And if you go back to something really elemental that we talked about a long time ago, you've heard so many times that thoughts are things. And to make a change, one of the reasons we resist the change is because of all the thoughts that we have been telling ourselves. We're not good enough. We're not smart enough. This is going to take too long. If I make the change, these are the bad things that's going to happen. 
so many people, the people I've spoken to over the many years, is that some people want to improve, well, everybody wants to generally improve their relationship. Okay, so we want to improve the relationship, but what do we do before we even enter it, the relationship? We always have this sense of foreboding that I'm going to be treated the same way that I treated people in the past, or most importantly, they're going to treat me the same way. I might have been disregarded, I might have been devalued, they're going to all treat me the same way, but just think like this, is that why should we punish someone for an activity that someone else did a long time ago that this new person had no sense in bringing upon us whatsoever? The situation hasn't even happened, and yet we're already prejudging someone. And we do this to ourselves, is that we prejudge a situation that's going to happen in the future when we haven't done anything at all to make a change. We haven't done anything at all for anything bad to occur. All we have to do is change our negative thinking, our negative self-talk that has nothing to do in reality and change it to something that's going to be positive with a significant outcome. If I sacrifice today for my future, then I am going to be blessed. I'm going to be rewarded significantly for doing so. If I exercise today, if I don't smoke today, if I don't overeat on junk food today, then I am going to have a healthier body, a healthier lifestyle and make better choices that's going to benefit my body at all in the future. That's exactly correct. So those are two, two mature defense, psychological defense mechanisms uh, that are altruism and anticipation. Let's consider two that I feel are very opposite and those are from immature category and the one called wishful thinking which is making decision according to what might be pleasing to imagine instead of by appealing to evidence, rationality or reality. I know people who, this really, uh, the really good example can be used uh, as financial, people getting paid and then they say, without even having next contract, like for example, for freelancer, you, when you start, you're dealing from contract to contract, check to check, and even when you have a weekly or monthly pay, many people still live it from paycheck to paycheck. And uh, here is about bad planning when you go out to the restaurant with friends and you spend half of your paycheck just like a waste because obviously non person without saving can afford to spend half of the paycheck uh, just to go to the restaurant with friends it doesn't make any sense absolutely so and in their mind in the mind of this person they have this vision i will get next contract tomorrow so that's why i gotta relax and spend it all today so there is no rationality in this but this is also a defense mechanism called wishful thinking we just wish we will get more and therefore we are not behave rationally. We are not basing our decision on evidence and on reality. That's right. I, several years ago I worked as a salesperson with 3M Corporation and I can remember my sales manager calling me and he said, Jim, what is your forecast for the coming month? Well, we'd, I'd already had a very good month. And my forecast, well, I just kind of threw the numbers out. And he, used to t he began to tell me, he said, well, usually what, what I do is that the salesperson gives me a number what they expect to sell for the coming month. I just divide it by three. And that's usually what they hit. So he began to tell me this little idiom that goes on with what Lucy said about wishing. wishing. 
He said that wishy-washy wishing won't work. You understand me? Exactly. Wishy-washy wishing won't work until you do. So until we have done a significant preparation like a farmer who goes out and tills the soil, before he plants the seed, he, has a lot of, he or she has a lot of legwork to do in the fields or in the garden to get the crop they want to have come August or September or October. So he had a lot of work doing getting, just getting the soil itself ready. Everything has to be conditioned properly. And when that's ready, then you put the seeds and the water down, and then you wait for the, soil, for the harvest time. But you can't prepare for the harvest time until you do the legwork, the preparation. Exactly. So this is one of, uh, one of the defense mechanisms. And one more we wanted to consider today, which is very common, and you, you will know what I mean in a second. This is one more from immature category, and it's called somatization. And this is the transformational or uncomfortable feelings toward other into uncomfortable feelings toward oneself, like pain, illness, and anxiety. And it's very common, no matter there it happens at any age and with different problems, a different direction, it's either relationship, finance or career, uh, anything. People when it's when he or she start thinking, even think about change. They feel ill, feel sick, wanna to go to bed, and in the days of this thinking, people person can really get sick. This is the somatization, that's how it works. Your brain said it you no, you're not ready for the change, I'm not sure if I'm ready, I'm not sure I can, so I'll better crawl to the bed and here I am, sick. Yes, the former uh, professional golfer, Hall of Fame golfer Lee Trevino once said years ago that um, he said he had the flu. The doctor said he, he needed to stay in bed, he couldn't hold his liquids down, he was very, very sick, and he had this huge PGA tournament that he wanted to play in. Obviously, there was a lot of money at stake, a lot of fame, and this is what he did for a living. He wanted to be there. And someone told him, one of his friends, as well as a doctor, said, you go out there in the rain and the storm and all, and you're going to get even sicker. And he said, I'm going to go, because also I might get better and win. You understand that? He wasn't going to be a hypochondriac and say that I'm going to get sick and be better and get sick and be worse and lose. I may get better and win. Now we realize there's, a, there's common sense to this situation, but the one thing is that we can create situations that will do us harm that have no way of doing us any harm at all. Because, and we, do, we speak more harm more tri more travails, more more pain, and uh, more disproportionate opportunities in our lives on ourselves. That opportunity, we're wishing things to happen. We're wishing bad luck upon us, and then what happens? We do everything in our power to make it happen. That's exactly correct. Now we are not giving you mental advice or psychological consultation. Never. We're not working that way. But we know that every person nowadays Googling medical stuff, mental, psychological, so if you want to, you just go to Google and put in defense mechanism, and you will have a huge list of psychologically uh, classifications of defense mechanism. And we gave you just four of them. 
mature altruism anticipation and immature wishful thinking and somatization. Those are very common from our practice. And if you Google and read it, you might see yourself and why are you not getting anything done towards your change. So we want you to think and we want you to know, first of all, that we are here for you to help you with your change on every step. Because we know how hard could it be, how hard is it to start, how hard it is to follow the plan, and how hard sometimes to follow the picture that you have in your mind when everybody around telling you can't do this and circumstances changes and you can't spend more time or some money on this and that that you wanted. It's all difficult. But if you want to achieve more in your life, you have to change. And Obviously, your brain will say and your body will try to stop you. That's how it works. That's a human being. You got to look for the opportunity. Recognize that when the sun comes up, you need to be up because every day unfolds a new opportunity, not new disasters, a new opportunity. Right now, if the rains came and ruined your picnic for little Johnny's birthday or so, guess what? Somebody else out there is praying for that very same rain to fall upon their garden or their fields for their plants and all. Someone else is out there thinking that this is just going to be beautiful. I can't wait to see my rainbow today. One person's opportunity is another person's great, miserable forecast. You understand what I mean? Go out there and make something happen because it's not as miserable as you think. If you get stopped for a traffic ticket, you just went too fast. Next time you should leave earlier. It's not because something bad happened to you or bad luck is following you. If you look at these things that Lucy just gave you just a moment ago, they are all ego defense mechanisms. Ego defense mechanisms. You have control, you have the power right now to change your thinking outward, like unfolding a jacket or something to wear. So make your ego work for you. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. So this is Strategic Change Guide podcast, and it's Motivation on Monday from Jim and Lucy. We are here for you. Send us a message to lucy at woodscovelovergroup.com. Hey, and be sure to go to the Lucy's website. Go to our website at woodscovelovergroup uh, forward slash Lucy, and you're going to be able to uh, sign up for Lucy's uh, free email, and you should give you insightful thoughts on a daily basis to get you excited and motivated, and it's free. See you next Monday.